0: This is an audio rip of Hobby Talk, the Cargo bay show all about Star Wars trading cards. And this is really meant to be viewed on YouTube more than it's meant to be listened to in an audio feed. But hey, if you need some extra background noise, here it is. Howdy, everybody. Welcome on into the Cargo Bay Take Two, where it's time for a little bit of
1: Hobby Talk. Hobby Talk. Hobby Talk. How are you bc i'm telling you take two better than take one feeling good <laughs> always <laughs> watch as we talk about this docket with as much
0: enthusiasm as we did oh, the first whoa, time
1: whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> uh well it's a good thing you and i are uh have heavy theatrical training you know we can we can summon up the moment and muster the excitement uh, really at any given moment uh, such as our training Watch this, BC.
0: We're going to be yeah. talking about galaxy price comparisons. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa. We're going to be talking uh, belatedly about a deep dive into Tops Galaxy uh, direct <laughs> from Papa Tops.
1: Well, and you know, if it's coming directly from Papa Tops, it's going to be deep
0: absolutely uh truly extensive and finally bc we've got our usual uh the the comments and polls collectors highlights as well as a a look at what's coming direct down the pipe from tops but before we get there don't forget if you want to support the cargo bay like and subscribe Please. The father, please. Father, <laughs> please. <laughs> um, so let's get into this deep dive that I wanted to talk about a while back, but uh, we kind of forgot about it. I don't know how, because The Tops well, Ripped brought us this very special article.
1: I, I, you know, without knowing anything about this, I'm going to guess it's because we're buried under a mountain of information, which, which would be too, too, too large to cover in any one single hobby talk, surely.
0: Uh, now, VC, I hate to break it to you, but uh, mostly what? I want to make fun of this. <laughs> because, um, <laughs> apologies if a real person indeed wrote this and uh, not AI. But um, when when I see a deep dive, I don't know about you. Deep dive into the tops X Star Wars universe. Uh, there's I, I guess tops cross Star Wars universe. I don't know why that X is there in the title. Um but anyway as it says in a header at the top this is 333 words of information <laughs> that's so many words <laughs> I'm just drowning over here BC in this super deep dive
1: <laughs> yeah i I did ask you whenever you uh posted this in the in the slide if this was the entirety of the deep dive to which you said yes <laughs> uh, and to which I guffaw because uh, the the depths of this dive are uh very deep
0: no not at all bc we've got a header that talks about the legacy really hypes up the legacy of star wars galaxy products and then we've got a little bit at the end that says and this came out a day before galaxy 2023 i think um anticipation builds for specific inserts with the darth vader's bounty hunters garnering special attention i i don't know why or from whom uh from who from whom i never learned that one folks uh, <laughs> it's whom when you're trying to be fancy that's okay all. well then yeah. then uh <laughs> i don't know whom <laughs> this is was it was garnering attention from but uh it, basically it's just a list of some of the insert sets taking up a lot of those 333 words but uh the one chunk in the middle that is kind of interesting uh let me just read it here uh it might take me a while because <laughs> it's dangerous. oh yes it's a deep dive. Uh, John Sprance, the art director behind this project, unveiled the driving design philosophy for this edition. The big difference this year is that we are moving away from hard-soiled images on the base cards and uh, siloed... Sorry, hard-siloed? I guess. I don't know why I said soiled. It's certainly not soiled. But I don't Soil-y. know... saw uh, 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 Anyway... Hard, I'm going to say, uh, siloed images on the base cards instead of, and, and instead opting for an inverted white plate, he explains. Doesn't explain anything to me as someone who doesn't work <laughs> in the printing business. This means that whether it's a classic piece or a newer edition, the entire painting or illustration will show up much better, and we can really do the art justice while still being able to see the different parallels. So, what this is referring to best I can tell BC is you know in your Chrome galaxy 2021 and 2022 you'll have like a parallel and a portion of the image is you can't see the parallel behind it which to me makes the image pop and depending on the design yep. is cool in the new set the parallels you can see them right behind the you know the every part of the card like you can you know on the the backgrounds of of 2021. So anyway, it goes on to say Chromium technology has been harnessed to amplify the visual appeal. Sprantz dives into the intricacies saying, (laughs) here we go. Here's another sentence about how deep we're going. Chrome is very dark and only appears bright and shiny when you get the right angles. In sports cards, areas are intentionally designed to show off the chrome and parallels, but with vintage artwork and newer Disney designs, we have to figure out a way to balance these issues after the fact, he says um we've we've got some i know we've had some comments about this looks worse i think in some cases it does look worse i think with the images that are more paintings you know rather than illustrations um it it makes sense to do this but anyway that is the entire meat of this deep dive into, into
1: into chrome galaxy so there you go If that was the meat, then consider me full, baby. (laughs) Look at that meal. We got the meal from Papa tops. Um, yeah, I don't, I guess it's a, a, a fine insight into some of the decisions, but don't, I don't say it's a deep dive when it's like two paragraphs worth of information about what's happening. Like there are certainly depths to which the, we could dive to on some of this stuff. Uh, artists their background the style how they're chosen why the images are selected uh we've foregone that for the the chromium technology talk which is fine i don't know it but it just it's humorous that this was they're like look at us going deep into this you're like it's two minutes
0: it's it's I looked up um very short stories for children and the collection that I found, all the stories were under two thousand words. So I mean my my middle school essay is I remember being like, I gotta hit the five
1: hundred word mark. That, yeah, that, that, that. five hundred word mark really was the sweet spot in middle school, so uh and you know Tops is shooting just a little bit below that on their word count for their deep dive. I
0: I would love to I would love to see a long form interview with John Sprance. And like you said BC, the the big mystery is like where do these images come from, you know? Like I would love any Obviously we used to find that out on the backs of our Galaxy cards back in the day. Like oh, this is from a comic book. Oh, this is just mm, created yeah. for the card set. Um in this, there seem to be a lot of images from one particular artist who I don't know who they are. I don't know if these are if were created first for something else first or or what. But that's all we're gonna get, I guess, for now. Thanks, tops. <laughs> Thanks, Papa Tops. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's let's move on. BC, you did some some
1: research here, so. Hey. <laughs> I did a deep dive of my own <laughs> uh, in, into some uh, some sales from 2023 Galaxy as we're starting to see some of those recorded sales uh, hit the 130 point uh, for for confirmed sales of cards, uh, and then we'll do some kind of comparisons here in a second too. Again, the the deep dive I I may have spent twice as much time on my deep dive as top spent on theirs which was a solid 30 minutes so um but yeah just looking kind of sorting from like the high the highest sales uh the top sale so far from 2023 galaxy is the angela villas one of one vader luke yoda sketch which had 47 bids and sold for five thousand two hundred and twenty one dollars uh, whenever we do our long-anticipated uh, sketch card uh, episode, uh, I'm pretty sure Angel Aviles is going to pop up a time or two yeah. when we talk about sketch cards.
0: Yeah, um, uh, we'll save that for the sketch card episode, but kind of a wild story and, of course, always crazy prices. I guess not that crazy anymore, as it seems he has become the, the uh, poster Poster child, the poster yeah. man of yeah. of, of, of Topps art uh, these days. It um, seems to be one of the only artists that Topps actually cares about, because obviously <laughs> his his art is driving sales of their product.
1: Um, yeah, and rightfully so. I mean, his sketches are yeah. truly like little works of art on on cards. Uh, so I mean, great for him and good for you if you've got the the Cashola to uh, to spend on one of those cards. Um, uh, also good for you if you got the Cashola to, to buy a, a Super Fractor. did have a sale of the one-of-one, one, the Empire's Forces Super Fracture, which is the cool Vader with the clone trooper, different c- clone trooper armor uh, card. It was listed for $3,500, uh, bought for 2500 Again, that's the high, high end of... Of what this uh what this has been, uh, if you want to hit the next slide, uh, we can we can take a look at at some of fives that have uh, have some sales on here. Again, these are offers that uh, were accepted for well, uh, usually pretty well below the asking price, um, but still, even for of fives, you know, you're looking at sales ranging from four hundred to nine hundred dollars. So um decent decent sales on those uh always nice to get an an of five whenever you can yeah this uh this image of boba
0: fett that went for 900 i i mean i expected this to be one of the one of the most sought after cards in the set so it, it makes sense that 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 was selling for a high price um again lots and- lots of these cards would have sold for, if these cards were in Galaxy 2021 when that set dropped, those of fives did not start reaching these highs until long after that product had released. So Chrome Galaxy yeah. still got some heat behind it. Um,
1: it does, and I think this is even, I mean, it what the first 2021 is, I mean, those prices now are like, out of this world astronomical so if you're like comparing them it's like oh it's a, a good a good deal it's a good buy <laughs> for an oh, five on 2023 compared to 2021 they're still expensive but to me it's like galaxy is so dependent on the image right like yeah. that boba fett card is super cool right like it you're going to find that there are cards that pop because of the image uh, i think uh, I'll point to a couple here in a little bit, but the that Boba Fett, that Visions line, those are pretty cool. I think there is kind of a, a like a niche rabid collector base for those cards specifically, just just because of the the style of those. Um, so you are seeing some of those sell for for pretty good prices. Um, if you want to hit the next slide, we'll take a look at a, kind of another one of those inserts. Uh, this is an of twenty five. It's the Vader. Galactic visions, orange, uh, 21 bids sold for $150, you know, that's a really cool card. There was another Vader of 25. It's Vader ignites his lightsaber. Um, that was $152. Uh, that's, you know, pretty heavily bid on, I think not, I mean, they're expensive to me, but not compared to other galaxy stuff. It's, not as expensive but i think that's to be expected since this isn't i mean it's the new kid on the block but it's it's the third iteration at this point you know
0: these are also orange refractors which are new um previously Mm -hmm. it had been purple uh usually in the 25 slot um and something i noticed about 2021 galaxy was um you know specific parallels wound up being worth a lot more than others and uh the atomics i think because that was people were able to think about full sets of atomics. The atomics wound up in a lot of cases for specific cards being worth more than a mojo even, or uh, potentially a purple. Um, So it may be that,
1: I don't know though, the orange is, is less sought after for now. Uh, But who knows? Yeah. Um, And then if you want to hit, hit the next slide, we'll look at sort of kind of breaking it down a little bit more by, by the three. So, box price uh these are kind of from recent comps in terms of box prices that 2021 sitting pretty at 565 to 600 hundred dollar range if you want an unopened box uh it's a lot of cheddar yeah uh it's a big gamble on that um but unless you're gonna keep
0: it sealed forever
1: (laughs) uh, yeah unless you just don't want to open it um uh, yeah unless you just want to gamble and hope that you get a sweet parallel because they can be very expensive but um yeah and then 22 and 23 kind of around the same price 22 i think was they were initially trying to sell this at like 300 dollars a box whenever they came on pre-sale these are routinely being sold for 225 to 250 and then of course the newest one is is still basically right around the price original asking price
0: gotcha gotcha yeah, this is. It's always interesting to me thinking about the long term play of collectibles, BC, mm. because I think it largely um, all of this in the long, long term depends on whether society collapses or not.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, so six hundred dollars is
0: like, a lot for a box of cards, but as we've said many is. times, this is going to be a collectible set forever if there is a market at all for Star Wars.
1: Wow. Well, I, I think the first one definitely yes but like the other two the price is baked into them and they just i mean they printed more of it you know what i mean like it's it's a more watered down the quality is not as good so like i don't know if i i don't like speculating on price but i don't think buying a box of 2021 and sitting on it for a long time is gonna make it lose its value but i don't know that it's gonna like Wildly go up yeah. in value. I think a lot of that speculation is already built into what those box prices yeah. are because they sold originally for like 120 bucks whenever they Ooh, initially came if you had out. had a time machine, BC. Oh, jump back in that time <laughs> machine and buy so many boxes. Uh, actually, I probably would have had to take taken out a loan to do that because I was really broke when yep. these came out and like scraping together my pennies for the boxes I did get was like, oh, I don't know if I should do this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> OBC, oh, I'm there now. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fun place to be. Uh, um, but you are sitting on a horde of dragons goal and all that 2021 parallels you got, you know.
0: You see, I've got a lot of cards I could sell to be in a better position. It just I really don't wanna lose uh, I them. Would, my I like, like them.
1: Such a it's it's I mean the twenty twenty-one stuff really we do love. Uh and if uh Chrome Galaxy's uh, not your bag. I'm sorry, baby, you know, but people, I think there is definitely a proven market for this. I mean, people like it. I think they're cool. I don't think all of them are cool, but it's such a niche thing for collectors to find the stuff in these sets that they like and really go after it. So if it's not your thing, I totally understand. Yeah, It's expensive. Walk away, find find what you do like. But I just think, you know, you see some of the sales, continuous sales of what this is in there. It's still in demand, you know.
0: Yeah, and if you're tired of hearing us talk about uh, Chrome Galaxy or other modern products, go check out our vintage set guides. VC. Yeah, we got
1: those. <laughs> go check those out. I, uh,
0: I was immediately drawn to this as a new collector because uh, growing up, liking Pokemon cards and shiny hollow foil cards, I was like, "You're gonna make my Star Wars cards all shiny? Cool! <laughs> That's what I want."
1: Well, uh, and it hit us at a really interesting time too because you know, uh, a little Cargo Bay history uh, for all you viewers out there. I mean, we started just like opening random crap on Twitch, like literally like random non-sports card crap. And then obviously when we had Star Wars stuff, we really enjoyed it because we're big Star Wars fans. But the gal, like when we found like 93 Galaxy, we're like, what are these treasures that have been hiding in this mass produced product? The, the art was great, the backs of the cards were fantastic, and then, like, shortly after we discovered it, they're like, Yeah, we're gonna do a chrome version of Galaxy. And we're like, Well, that sounds amazing, you yeah, know, because yeah. there will be like parallels, there will be cool stuff, there'll be shiny, fancy things of those older cards that we treasure with a little more chase to it. I mean, it's definitely riding the wave of the sports market and, and scarcity and fake scarcity and all that kind of stuff. But when you get them in hand, they're, they're cool. And I, I mean, I like them. I still enjoy, you know, pulling out my binder and looking at the set that I made. Um, but yeah, I think it just kind of caught us and, and really uh, the market at a, at kind of an interesting time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the peak of the, of yeah. that, that bubble, which hasn't yeah. popped quite as much as I thought it would, which maybe brings us to
1: our next slide
0: here, BC. Yeah
1: uh so these were these were sold listings i wanted to get kind of like a comparison so i did a baseline of like the box art cards out of 150. so we've got obviously the 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 leap of faith uh box art atomic recently sold like these are all from within the last i'd say two months uh and these were all bids so they were all won at auction um 387 dollars For an Atomic of 150 from 2021 is a so price to me, Um, but it's a cool card. And the Atomic on the blue background, I think, looks fantastic. We talked a little bit about on the deep dive what some of the changes were and have been to the parallels. I don't think they've done better than most of what they did in 2021 with either of the most recent sets
0: yeah this this card in particular i have an atomic of this and it's one i've thought about selling because again i need money um uh, but my wife is like don't sell that card because it just yeah. looks it looks incredible uh yeah, in person it's a beautiful um, card it's it looks like <laughs> something that's worth that much money even though i yeah. don't know that it it is but i guess you know people are buying yep. it uh but yeah the, it it looks really good and and you know the looking at how that Atomic pops in that picture versus the Atomic on, on this next box art, uh, it is, you know, different images lend themselves to this Chrome yeah. product better than others.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can see the price just kind of falls across the board as you go from the first to the last, which is to be expected, I think. Um, so, you know, I, I like the box art from 2022. It, it does not strike yeah, me as iconic cool. as 2021. Um, again, I think... The box itself for 2023 is actually kind of cooler than the card, um, the Boba yeah. Fett, the Boba Fett art. Um, but the card is cool, but you know, affordable out of 150. I still don't know that it, I would pay $56 for that particular card, but you know, it just kind of gives you kind of a baseline of what some of those 150s are selling for. And I do think the 2021 looks better than the most recent ones with the borders. I think, you know, we talk about all the time but the borders kind of kind of are a buzzkill.
0: Yeah, if you took that Boba Fett and you cut out Boba um and in and, and that sand and had the atomic behind him, it might be a different story, but yeah. as that card is now, I want the orange parallel of that card. I yeah. want a, I want a color match much more than I Like we read that deep dive and it talked about the cards being more vibrant, but at least in this picture, that card is, is not vibrant. Um, and again, it's probably not lit as well, but,
1: uh, I mean the photograph is definitely not as good as, as the leap of faith, but even still like it, I don't think the parallel pops as much. Um, so, uh, and then I got, I got one more just sort of price comparison. These are, are recent sales, uh, just in, in the raw, uh, with bids, uh, you've got the 2021 everyone's favorite, the Jedi a la Kurosawa, the pumped card. <laughs> oh my gosh. And here's the deal I think the pump is stupid. Uh-huh. I think the card is still cool. Yeah. I mean, I hate, the, I hate the hype. I love the card. Yeah. I think the card is awesome. <laughs> and I, yeah. Like, nothing's going to change my mind about the actual imagery of the card, the pump of it is dumb. And this was an of seventy-five that sold for five hundred dollars raw.
0: Before this card was pumped, BC, I was looking for one um, because I thought it was going to do. I thought it was going to be a valuable card, and I wanted one. Uh, my my biggest missed opportunity is there was a listing of it that wasn't listed super well. It was a seven of ten X-Fractor. And at the time I was like I'm willing to go up to like hundred and twenty on this like I think this card is gonna be worth money that card sold for seventy two dollars I fell asleep I missed the end of the auction so somewhere out there someone got the X-Ractor for seventy two bucks and could if they wanted to I'm sure sell that card for at least eight hundred nine hundred dollars if not yeah. you know more than that so
1: no they definitely definitely could sell it for that amount I mean it, it- I mean it's a cool card. It's it's got a fan base, whether that fan base is built off of legitimate reasons or <laughs> stupid internet reasons, uh is is up for debate. I don't think it changes the fact that it's a cool card. No. And that's just me. Uh, then we've got an an X Fractor from 2022 that sold for $362.85. Vader always gonna pull a premium, you know, as, as one of the more collectible characters. I just thought it was interesting comparing that to the of five, the five of five from twenty twenty three that sold for even less than the X Fractor. So more rare, still expensive, like all oh, these are expensive, don't get me wrong, but isn't still isn't driving doesn't have the the same price demand as as something from last year's set.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot to be said about the the eye appeal of that that logo again in the corner of this, these 2023 cards. It's just, I the logo's in the wrong spot. It needs to come <laughs> come in a little bit more. But uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, I I think 355 dollars is a great price for that card. Honestly, like I for the person selling it, I still think like, yeah, good oh, job. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I could imagine that
0: card only going for 200 or something, but
1: yeah. Yeah. Get, get, get your cheddar while you can. Um, but you know, I just kind of wanted to look into this one for my own information. Cause I feel like I've been out of touch with galaxy pricing. You and I didn't touch 2022 yeah. stuff at all. <laughs> once, yeah. once they released the price of those boxes we're like, nah, yeah. we're good. Yeah. <laughs> we're out. <laughs> we're out on that. Um, 2023 is still expensive was reasonable enough for, for me to, to get a, a box. And then one for our cargo hold, uh, go check out the video of us opening it, uh, really enjoyed it. Um, got some good pulls, but I don't know, to me, it's just, it, it is always going to be nostalgia for 2021, which was, I, I still love, you know?
0: Yeah. Awesome set. Great, great cards. And, And there's cool images in all of these sets and it's all weird. It's weird because these cards are, there's a, a factor of speculation and, you know, um, people going for value. So, you know, but love it or hate it, it's part of the hobby. And BC, I'm glad you you did this. Thank you for doing this. Because I also, I've been staying far away from eBay as a yeah. as someone without disposable income at the
1: moment. It's a dangerous. Um, yeah. Um, and I, to to be clear, I did try to draw as many of these that did were actual, like, auctions and bids and not, like... Something that could have just been like, "Hey, yeah, I'm bought this for whatever. Um, I do tend to trust auctions a little bit more than best offer listings. yeah, that's just me. Um, certainly there's some chicanery that occurs on eBay, Heaven forbid, but uh, it does. yeah. but yeah, I just kind of want to get a, an overview of where we're at with those those three different sets.
0: Good stuff, BC. Thank you again. Um, I'm going to see what's on this next slide. Oh, we got some comments here! <laughs> so uh, how about I read the first one, you read the second one, BC. Yeah! Um, so here, here we have a comment from Sean saying, I will say flagship is cheap, and I think this is a reference to Chrome Black, yeah. Yeah. Uh, flagship yep. is cheap, but what really can you hit for value? Better odds in Chrome Black of hitting a low number... Uh, two flagship versus uh, Chrome Black, guaranteed auto. Um, print run lower in Chrome Black. Overall, more quality of a card. I'd rather have four cards black versus a ton of base flagship of 4.99, of 2.99, of 1.99 on your basic box. Um, which to which I say yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah i i agreed um i think we talked a little trash about chrome black because you and i don't love the look of it or the experience of opening one pack of cards for a hundred dollars yeah. i think we also you know talked about you're not gonna get a high value auto most likely you're gonna get an auto that's even on a thick chrome black card isn't gonna sell for much but
1: uh Any, yeah fair hey, point here's- yeah, no, totally. Again, we didn't want to yuck anybody's yum with our, with our, uh, I don't know, aversion to Chrome Black. Um, you know, I believe I commented on this. Different strokes for different folks. You know, I mean, that's just there are th- these are could not be two more separate products in my mind. Like flagship, to me, is like a kid's product. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. It, it, it is for children a kid is not going to go out and be like, I want a box of Chrome black for a hundred dollars from their hobby stop. You know, the average child, I would say, I don't, I don't want to paint any of our uh, children viewers into a corner. Uh, (laughs) I know a lot of you, a lot of our eight to nine year old audience are high rollers uh, buying those (laughs) Chrome black boxes. But uh, yeah, it just was like, uh, they're so, they're so different. It's, it is apples and oranges. I mean, they're both star Wars products, but you know, along the line of what, Is happening here they're just wildly different and they're geared towards different collectors so if chrome black is your market then love it enjoy it it's obviously not ours because we're blaster boys at heart you know so that's that's why we resonate with flagship yeah that's why we resonate with flagships
0: i will say too though bc just um in defense of flagship if flagship is going to be a thing that's coming out every year um i have seen prices on flagship parallels kind of trail up um, and to, to places where I didn't think they would get like I I was hoping to get all of the Andor characters in, in, in the orange parallel and the first couple weeks that set was out, I could get those easily for like $5 shipped uh, in a lot of cases yeah. if I wanted to now that is not the case and that might just be people not listing them for auction just like buy now prices whatever, but just given that it is the first of a product that may run for a long period of time I think a box of flagship might have more potential for some nostalgia value and some some growth in price, uh,
1: but I don't know. It's I, I could be wrong. It's such a big set, too. You know? Yeah, I, I don't know. It, again, they're it's apples and oranges to me. I, I don't. I, I have a hard time comparing the two of them. I, I think tops is gearing them towards different types of collectors, which is fine. I mean, it's something for everybody, you know. Essentially in in the tops line and uh i don't know we're blaster boys at heart so i think that's why flagship was kind of like hey this is cool this is fun and there is value in those boxes i mean if if you look uh some of those parallels do sell for good money i mean i was able to sell a lenticular yeah, that yeah. i pulled and and a the chosen one and basically you got a, a box price back um for one of the the hobby boxes that i bought off of those two cards so I mean there's value in it. It pays for me being able to to rip all those packs, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. But uh thank you Sean, thank you for that comment. Good yeah. point. And uh we always appreciate anybody, appreciate anybody who's out there watching, uh especially if you get annoyed with us sometimes because we're gonna, oh. we're going to do some annoying things every now and then. Oh man,
1: we've got opinions <laughs> and people commenting on opinions on the internet. Uh which is fine. We put ourselves out there, so fire away i guess you know give us those dislikes baby not saying that sean was was hating on us no uh, definitely
0: not uh, no. but uh yeah
1: no uh big fan big fan of sean here personally so um but uh, again i do enjoy hearing another person's perspective on the why you would go for chrome black because for me it's like oh it's just like a thing i'm interested in there's a lot of different types of collectors right absolutely so, I dig it. I dig it. Um, And we got a comment from Andy. Uh, This goes back to talking about uh, 2023 Galaxy. Um, We did the good, the bad and the ugly. Uh, Andy wanted to add to the bad and the ugly uh, the way they did the parallels, which we've been talking about here a little bit. Um, with patterns for 2023, Mojo, X-Fractor, et cetera, cover the entire surface of the card, making it difficult to see the actual subject of the card. Well, Tops would say uh, they have really improved it with that, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, it also appears that the Super Fractors, they only applied the effect to the border on the base set cards. Uh, see number 57 in eBay sold listings. Seems to me like they cut some corners when designing this product while adding another approximately 30% to the print run. I'm not a big fan of Fanatic's impact so far fair uh yeah I, I think you hit on what we've been talking about before and what uh, father fanatics was trying to defend in yeah. their design choices in their deep dive uh talking about some of those design choices um but yeah i, I again I, I we don't necessarily love those choices i i do think it it does does knock it down a peg or two in my eye
0: yeah yeah it's it's weird. Uh, not all of those those 2021 Galaxy cards are perfect in the way that they cut those images to yeah. stand out. But a lot of them are. Uh, <laughs> definitely better than Chrome Beskar, which they, yeah. you know, in a similar way have subjects in the foreground and Chrome in the background. And a lot of those, you can't see what's happening at all. But yeah, I can imagine because a lot of the cards, I specifically am like, well, I want a mojo of this card because the background is pretty plain. So mm-hmm. I, it doesn't matter that it's all just going to reflect back at me. It's going to look cool. In other cards, I was like, I want a purple parallel of this because I want to see the background. So imagining that effect on a card that the whole subject matter is is being flashed yeah. at you in a mojo. Yeah, I can see why that would be bad. You didn't pull any any. Uh,
1: Nothing. You
0: pulled I, color parallels
1: out of. Your I box. did. I pulled. I pulled the 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 rare of one ninety nine and. Twenty-five. so I, I didn't actually get mojo or, or cracked ice no. or
0: waves none of them well yeah I, I will like to see one of those someday
1: hopefully I will
0: I'm a mojo man but it depends I, I, on the
1: card I mean there's one in around. that cargo bay box I can almost guarantee you we're look, there's probably a super fracture up in that cargo Ooh. hold you know just <laughs> waiting to be unearthed I can't wait BC
0: um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna next slide us over to a pole uh, so I, I might have flubbed this one a little bit bc because uh here, here's the poll which grading service do you prefer for cards in your pc now listed psa sgc hga or i don't like graded cards or the service i use isn't listed here um i think not having beckett on the list was where i messed up i should have had beckett instead of hga obviously beckett is more popular um yeah. i just i like hga uh, but yeah, I got 41 votes. That's a pretty good response for us. Thanks to everybody who gave that thumbs up, helped that poll circulate and um, in the comments, I know we got some we've got some mentions of some grading companies I've never heard of before. I did <laughs> check out. Um, there are a lot of you know small grading companies out there. Uh, the, one of the ones I was looking at, I, I remember it had like a green border but check those comments out for some interesting grading services. And also someone mentioned Beckett. But 66% PSA, of course.
1: Not, not, not surprised by that. Uh, it's, uh, you know, the, the king of the mountain in terms of grading. Uh, I do think it was uh, last week, a couple weeks ago, we got some, some good examples of some HGA graded cards, you know, for PC stuff. I um, was surprised a, a little bit low on SGC, maybe I thought. But yeah. I, to me, like, it's, it's all about that, like, number two spot. You know, SGC and, yeah. and Beckett, I feel like, are, are where it battles out for. I personally prefer SGC over Beckett, and then PSA is is my numero uno.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If I had unlimited cash to spend on slabbing my personal collection uh, with no thought of selling in the future, I would absolutely get, get HGA. Uh, so I got a lot of horizontal images that I like, but yeah. Yeah, interesting stuff. Um, I was surprised we didn't get more. I don't like graded cards in my PC. I know a lot of people have that opinion. Um, But, yeah. uh, An interesting poll, and we got one more, BC. Indeed. Now this is something I've been trying to get to the bottom of for a long time. This is a
1: passion project of yours for a
0: while. (laughs) Yeah, and I'll go ahead and say this. This is about UV damage. I currently have, sitting in my window, three Young Luke cards from, from the Obi-Wan. <laughs> because oh, I want to no. see how much the, the Tatooine sun will age our Young Luke. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I have one just out raw. I have one in a penny sleeve. And I want have one in a penny sleeve and a, a premium uh, top loader. They're both from oh, whatever okay. the company is that makes penny sleeves and top loaders. The most popular one. Um, so uh, that's been in there for about two weeks now. Uh, eventually, yeah. when there's visible damage to one of the cards, uh, I'll, I'll show the picture of the difference. I'll unsleeve them. And, uh, but it is indirect sunlight that hits this window, so it, it'll probably take some time.
1: But anyway, back to uh, the poll. Oh, sorry. Well, I was just going to say, and if anyone is looking for a good science fair project for their kids out there, yeah. I, think, I yeah. think you just gave them a good one. Yeah, not bad. Maybe yeah. maybe even
0: try some different sunscreen applications. Uh, yeah. This is something I've been curious about because uh, a lot of uh, one-touch cases used to have UV protection listed and then don't really anymore. My favorite cases, which I forget the name of them, they have a kangaroo on the front, yeah. and they uh, they let you have your penny sleeve inside uh, yeah. the, the one-touch without having to trim it or anything. These... At least used to say that they had five-year uv protection on them which i will say if you're getting uv protection and it doesn't have a year or, or time period on it that's a lie <laughs> because it's all gonna break down <laughs> over time like right, yeah. and i don't know if that means like after five years even if it hasn't been in the sun or maybe five years of sun Who knows? Anyway, it's a fuzzy subject, so I was curious, and here's how people responded to, what do you do to protect your trading cards from UV damage? 39 votes, not bad. I don't worry about it. 13%. Brave folks out there. Yes, indeed. (laughs) I am paranoid about it, so uh, you know, kudos to you. I keep my cards uh, far away from direct sunlight. Uh, Wins here with 54%. Um, this is basically where I fall. Uh, I keep my cards away from direct sunlight. I've decided that LEDs are okay. If I, not my favorite cards, but I take some risks displaying some cards under bright LEDs, which, by all accounts, is safe. Um, uh, I, and I keep my cards away from direct and indirect sunlight. I I keep my cards away from indirect sunlight. Usually, but if I've got a sleeve and one of these fancy one-touch cases, I have some that get a little bit of indirect sunlight.
1: Here's the here's the nice thing about where I live as a collector and the terrible thing as someone who enjoys growing plants. Uh-huh. No direct sunlight Same comes here. in to where I live, period. The only <laughs> yep. thing I will get is the occasional, like, bleed in but like this is a north facing unit that i live in so like the the sun just goes alley-oop right over the top occasionally it will kind of slice in but it, it rarely will reach up to my shelves in the back where i do display my cards so i tend to like just be cautious about it whenever it is that time of year when the sun kind of creeps in (laughs) you know what i mean um but yeah it's it's one of those benefits of not getting direct sunlight that are uh few and far between in terms of benefits of not getting direct sunlight
0: that's i specifically have my shelves arranged in a way to avoid the indirect sunlight as much as possible but i'm in the same situation i do take a risk with some cards that i do really like over here on this one shelf but it's only indirect and again i've got them i've got two layers of UV protection on them, supposedly, so... We'll yeah. see. Maybe I'm... My very rare cards I keep in a box, you know, away. Uh, we've got 8% saying uh, they trust their sleeves, top loaders, and or one-touch cases. So, I, I assume that means that I'll let let some direct sunlight on there, even. Um, and then, I trust my graded slabs to pre- protect from light damage glad to see that's only three percent because unless you are grading with a company that specifically mentions it i would not trust your psa or sgc slabs um for uv protection they have some copy on their websites about uv but it is very vague and i would guess over time it's nothing uh so yeah yeah, I'd, I'd love to know more about this. There is shockingly little information or testing around this that I've been able to find.
1: We need like a, we need like a Mythbusters episode, yeah. you know, on card UV protection or something like that.
0: Hey, if you want to sponsor the Cargo Bay doing some tests <laughs> with your products versus other products, uh, send us an
1: email. Let us know. We are the Cargo Bay pod at protonmail.com.
0: And now BC time to go to the Living Set where we've got
1: some Andor cards BC You know I uh, you know I was excited to see some Andor cards I do feel bad though I'm so behind on Living Set I would be I would be in catch up mode on and like spin 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 to get back in on the Andor Living Set stuff right now
0: BC but I was I was I love these images I was up to date on all the Andor cards up through Marva, and after the Marva, Marva Dr. Quadpa, that's where I became <laughs> flat broke. So I was, I'm actually really upset to see Andor cards. They've been doing a run of them, and I'm just, I'm missing them, baby. It's making uh, me
1: sad. Well, so. here's the good news for you and all you wonderful collectors out there. People are doing you the service of buying these in bulk and yeah. selling them for the cheap on ebay so um do that whenever you have a chance or or maybe your special fairy godmother of cards will send you some pc i appreciate it but uh i
0: do believe that you know hopefully i will have income again someday and at that point these cards aren't going to be that expensive earlier cards in the living set run have climbed in value because that was a long time ago uh in a in a market far far away
1: um, yeah, these these are all like you can have be had for like five bucks, which is less than the sell price on the website, you know.
0: Yeah, and I'm not chasing PSA 10 set of these. This is a binder set for me. They're all good yeah. looking. None of these yeah.
1: come terribly cut. So no, they're they are almost always in pristine condition.
0: And BC, I did want to mention there's a throwback set up on the website today. We don't know what it is because our current recording schedule prevents us from keeping up to date but last week's uh there were some cool cards in there including dinjarin with his new dual pistols uh
1: sweet card (laughs)
0: yeah yeah very cool uh someone's gonna get a cool parallel of that i'm sure the short print was of dinjarin um i also at some point i need to bring up there is a nerf gun that looks very much like these pistols and I am certain that when season four of Mando rolls around, the cosplay market is going to attack that that oh. nerf gun. So at some point, you'll get an early notification of the cargo bay. I forget what it's called, uh, but it's just a super long pistol that is very similar in the way that the barrel is shaped and length. Uh, so if you're a cosplay nerf modder out there, I'll give you the tip. Um and is that it, BC? No, we got
1: we got PC collection cards. I got I got we got two more slides here. This comes to us from the currently retired,
0: but Come not back. for
1: long. Come back, not sports cards. Uh, I did I did reach out and say, hey, anybody want to show off some cards? And uh, I got this Cassian Andor from 2016, Super cool. tops Star Wars, uh, Rogue One. In the gold, these are numbered out of 50. Uh, As a PSA 8, it is, again, numbered out of 50. A wonderful uh, first appearance appearance rookie of Cassian Andor, uh, numbered and graded. Just a fantastic card.
0: This is a very cool card, uh, BC. Not sports cards. I believe referred to this as a coffin card, which uh, I like that terminology, which means it Thanks will not true. be sold. That's um, right. I, I believe that the the eight and the twelve is the birth date of his pooch. Is that is it? Am I correct?
1: There? I believe that's right. So and, it is uh, not sports cards. If we're wrong, we apologize. Let us know. But uh, yeah, sentimental value for sure in terms of the numbering on here too.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love specific, you know, like uh yep. number significance in, in card collecting. So, you know, I'm you jealous to. of that. We love uh, Cassian Andor here in the cargo bay. Um, so, hitting the next slide, BC.
1: Oh. And then when I, when I said, you know, sh- show off, you know, this this was this was dropping the hammer. Uh, this is an on card Mark Hamill autograph. It's a PSA nine ten uh so pristine on card auto uh from what is it 20 i can't read can't see 2015 or 2016 2015 uh, chrome perspectives yeah and this is an x-fractor
0: to ichiwama it's a pretty card
1: one it's a great image because you get a puppet on mark camel's back (laughs) (laughs) Um, and two a beautiful signature and great placement on it
0: yeah, really cool signature uh, car design or auto card design in the set. Uh, it's a great set altogether. If you like chrome cards and you haven't seen the 2015 Chrome Perspectives, it's it's the first one with like these parallels, uh, unless you count the gold refractors. But the pattern pa- parallels, I believe, started with this set. Also, nice presentation on this uh, this submission BC. Look at that! Look at that! Lovely! The, Lovely! The Swamp Land of Dagoba.
1: But right there in Dagobah, you got a PSA card floating around.
0: I'm going to be able to pick one of these up very easily. And that's a mm-hmm. that's a Mint 9 and an Auto 10.
1: That is a pretty card. Pretty, pretty card. Uh, so we do appreciate Fat Lemon Pie and Sports Card sharing some of their PC highlights. Uh, if you'd like to share some PC highlights as well to be featured, shoot us an email. We are, of course, the Cargo Bay Pod at protonmail.com. You can hit us up on Instagram, where we are, the Cargo Bay Pod. uh, And probably not Twitter, because we don't really check it that much.
0: Yeah, I get on there every once in a while, you know, see what's cooking. Usually just to see people's... (laughs) I'll jump on there because it is tailored to just feed uh, Ahsoka reactions, you know. So sometimes I'll I'll get on there and just be like, hmm, what are people talking about here? Mm -hmm. Uh, Which is usually some variation of... Or ah uh, yeah, that's that's kind of the extent. I think you just <laughs> nailed the internet, dude. Yeah, yeah. There it is. <laughs> well, BC, I guess that will wrap it up for us in the cargo bay this week. Anything else?
1: Hey, if you're still watching, you haven't liked and subscribed. Hit those things. We appreciate it. Uh, otherwise, are you ready for this? I'm ready.
0: Shh. VC we're still on we're on top of the door.
1: <laughs> Hi everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I can fix this.
0: I can fix this. I can,
1: I can fix it. I can fix it.
0: Um
1: it's perfect. Uh bye. <laughs> <laughs>